from home repair to remodeling, this is Making Your Home Great. And Making Your Home Great is a simple show. I mean, we got this whole thing figured out. It's a hit program because we know the one job. We bring in experts on your home, and they talk on the radio. They take questions, right? Our expert brought an expert today. See, there you go. It's going to be an interesting show. Very good. Um, We've got Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling and Eric Asp of Briggs & Stratton. How are you doing, Eric? Doing very well, thank you. Good. Move that microphone. Closer? Yeah, closer and speak right up. How's that? That's awesome. And you also hear from Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. And we are today, in fact, let's just start out the show. I never do this, but let's start out the show by giving an opportunity. If you've got a question about generators of of either Eric or Joel, call this number, 919-860-9783, and we're going to give you a gift certificate to High Park Bar and Grill, Whitaker Mill Road in Raleigh. Call right now, 919-860-9783. A three now, comfort first. You're, it's a regular HVAC company. That's right. I mean, we're not talking about the HVAC end at this point. Right. Well, I'm in charge of the generator division, so that's, that's right. what that's what we're here today talking about. All right. Yeah. But so, we do we do heating and air as well. All right. So if you have a question about that, you can go ahead and slide into that. Joel might say, you know, that's not my area, and we don't know, but yeah. that's all right. Yeah. Um, whole house generators used to be a, a really a rich man's thing. And, and, and yeah, I mean, cause yeah. gosh, you know, these are people who can, can spend a whole lot of money to, to maintain electricity. It's the prices come down. Yes, sir. The prices come down, but the reality of it is it's the middle class America that's actually getting generators installed more and more in their home. Really? Uh, then, then, then we see on the uh, echelon of the houses that we see out there, uh, and it's because you know they're more affordable, financing's available. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the reality of it is, the cost of not having a generator uh, is more expensive than investing into the generator. They've gotten so much better. Think about the generators fifteen, eighteen, twenty years ago compared to the stuff that we have today. Were they big? They were huge. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Size You're, of a Buick. Yeah. We were talking I, about that. Yeah. Well, the technology with the way that generators are installed now today, uh, you know, <clears throat> we used to sit there and do different engineering equations that would sit there and say we need the size of that generator, the size of a Buick. But the reality of it is we, we may not need one that large to handle what you need to get by with, uh, you know, to survive, to, to function. Uh, so with the technology of you know load management, um, and then sizing the generator correctly with the proper gas line and and proper electrical connections, you may be into that that twelve uh, kW range, right, Eric? I Absolutely. Mean, yeah. Yeah. With I mean with the modern power management technology that we have, you can do a whole lot more with a much smaller generator than in the past. And and how do you do a whole lot more with less? Well, um, we use power management uh, basically. Um, our, our power management modules, right. which will we, they communicate to the transfer switch, um, which knows how much power the generator is putting out, right? And it will calculate um, based on you know the priorities that the homeowner wants to use all the high voltage mo- or, um, loads, such as the water heater, uh, dryer, stove, 
if they want to have those, right. uh, it's available to them. Um, but they can still have everything else and the system will intelligently manage, uh, drop off the higher amperage load so the core load can come on or a more higher, a more important um, – yeah, yeah, load. Like you can do your HVAC system, for instance, would be right. a top priority. Yeah, that's high okay? priority. But right at that here. same yes. at that same time, you're not using your dryer at that moment. You know, you're not using that range at that moment, right? Right. Uh, or you're not using every functionality of that home, uh, two stories, every light on, every receptacle on, running the swimming pool pump out. You're not using all that energy at one time. So why calculate that at 100 percent? And you can calculate it a different factor and use that load management technology and get you into a more affordable generator, but right. still give you the priority when you need it. Yeah, I've seen customers that have two HVAC units. They have one located sure. on the first floor, one up on the top floor. Yeah. And if they have these Generac generators with these bridge and strut, and if they, instead of running both HVAC systems, right. they select the one on the bottom floor, cancel sure. the top floor, and it affords a lot of extra movement to now be able to run the dryer, right. run the dishwasher, That's right. watch TV. Yeah, it's yeah. it's about what do you want to work. It doesn't have to be the whole house. Yeah, okay? we don't right. need every outlet, every light in the house on. Right. But if you can get your fridge on, your dryer on, you can still clean your clothes. Maybe even get a little entertainment like the television. Yeah. Run your heater. Those are the things that are most important. You know, we have a we have a customer that lives in Orange County. Uh, yeah. We just did her generator uh, a couple weeks ago in the pouring down rain. And uh, <laughs> that's fun. That's a good day yeah. right there. Mud up to your kneecaps. Cold but, uh, rain. But let me. The reason her she wanted a generator was because of she had her crawl space done, had a sump pump put in. Mm-hmm. Right. Years ago, her I guess she had uh, water coming up into the house yep. uh, because her crawl space flooded, mm-hmm. uh, and, and ended up with mold and all kinds of hazardous situations there. And her biggest scare was. I've invested this money into this crawl space. Mm-hmm. I've invested money in this home. Yeah. Even if I don't have power where she lives on the, the site that she lives on, if yeah. she didn't have power, her house was at risk. And it actually would cause a little bit of a risk for her homeowner's insurance because what we're seeing is we're seeing more and more power outages more regularly and for more of a duration. Sure. So, you know, most of the time your power goes out and it's a, it's at a major storm. Right. I mean, that's when you want your sump pump working. Right. Right. I mean, if it's not working, if there's no electricity down there and you flood out your crawl space, I mean, to address his point, now you're in thousands and thousands, <laughs> thousands of dollars, of, dollars. Of, of repair. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling in studio along with Eric Asp from Briggs & Stratton. Eric, how long has Briggs & Stratton been in this business? In standby generator business, uh, I honestly don't know the answer to that question. It's, okay. it's been several years. Um, I mean, we've been around for over a century. Um, we've built engines. I mean, we are an engine manufacturer. We have several right. verticals. Standby power has um, it's it's been something we've done for a long time, and it's growing exponentially right. over the past. Know, past year well, at least mm-hmm. i learned something from the doc before he walked out of here he, yeah. he asked the question he looked me dead in the eye and he said who made the first electric vehicle now i'm a car guy so of course i'm like i don't know toyota yeah. maybe <laughs> no who was it briggs and stratton bridge and stratton that's right and stratton? that's right and stratton. No, no clue i had no clue i've seen it it's yeah. uh it's in our company yeah. uh museum there at the factory in wisconsin it's uh, a weird looking thing but uh <laughs> it's still uh, pretty it's cool, cool. Like, yeah. that shows the innovation that, yeah. that they you know they've been doing this a long time they're always yeah. testing different waters well you're making 
machines that are going to run for a long time if needed. Absolutely. And and they're not going to you know, break down. Um, how loud are these generators? I mean I, – Well, I like – Eric can probably give you the specific – decimal rating of each unit uh, I, I like to just refer it to is if you had a a, um, a landscaping company yeah uh, with a one of those joystick commercial grade lawnmowers, lawnmowers. that you see all That's over exactly the Raleigh area if they're sitting out there in your yard running and mowing the grass, that's what it's going to sound like. So I'm going to yeah. still enjoy my house. Oh, yeah. yeah the thing, and I'm not getting kicked out of the neighborhood. Well, no, the th- they're the going thing, to come join you because yeah, exactly. you have electricity. Okay. <laughs> the most important thing is, is, is not necessarily about the sound. It's yeah. about where do you place the generator. That's right. So that sound is not uncomfortable to you and your neighbors. Not under your master bedroom window. Exactly. That's yeah. probably not yeah. a good location yeah. for I it. I understand. Right. understand. All right, now how about this whole – it's whole house, it's hardwired in. That's right. It's – I don't I don't want to mess with your generator, guy, okay? I just – you're going to install something. I don't even want to know it's there. That's right. With the, the – gen- I'm not touching it. Well, there's <clears throat> multiple ways of installing a generator, right? Okay. Um, it depends on what you're wanting to – and what you're wanting to invest into getting that generator installed. Okay? Yeah. Whole home transfer switches is functionality, the way to go, in in my opinion, uh, because it allows the homeowner to sit there in his recliner when the power goes out and not have to sit there and go, now, what what do I need to go turn off or what do I need to go turn on? Right. Or, right. or, or I'm at work and my kids are home by, my, by themselves and we have to kind of – Relay over the cell phone. Okay, don't worry. That's you need to run to the panel box. Turn that off. No, that's right. Whole home transfer switch gives you that full peace of mind, that full functionality, and lets the generator do the work, and you just sit back and enjoy. Now, how often do you have to uh, test the generator, Eric? I'm gonna let you go ahead and answer that one. So our generators, um, they are set to run weekly. Okay. Uh, from the factory, it's actually now it's about a 16-second overall test. So it's automatic. Automatic, okay. yep. Um, you can set it for any time of day you want, any day you want. It's it's all it's all adjustable. Joel sets it up when he does the install. Yep. Um, it'll come on, run for 16 seconds, and turn back off. 16 seconds? Yeah. That's w- to do what? Well, to just... Honestly, all we're doing is we're going to make sure the battery is charged. Yeah. The generator starts. The generator is going to self-test, make sure it has voltage and frequency. Uh-huh. And that's all it really needs. Um, for a long, long time, the standard was 20 minutes once a week. That's all you got. And right. it doesn't – actually, that actually does more harm than good to an engine to run it 20 minutes unloaded once a week and turn it back off. So um, our engineers said, hey, run this thing as little as possible is honestly the best thing you can do. 16 seconds. 16 and seconds. You yeah. can pick when that 16 seconds is? Yes. yes. That's interesting. Yes. Whether, yeah, so, whether or not I like my neighbor or not. <laughs> might, yeah. might run in the afternoon works, if I yeah. like him. Maybe, no, maybe 3 a.m. if I don't. I so, like that. He okay. works so, nights. He works nights. <laughs> it's, actually, it's actually pretty funny because, uh, you know, with the generators that we do with Briggs & Stratton, we monitor those generators. So we're able to sit and look on our cell phone or look on our laptop in our trucks, yeah. and we can actually see what the generator's functionality is at that moment, uh, get alarms, get any type of uh, alert, so we can be proactive instead of reactive as far as develop- giving that customer that premium customer service. And But what's funny is Eric and I will be chit-chatting or emailing or texting because he can see 
what I can see, and then yeah. some. Yeah. And at Tuesdays at two o'clock, where most of my generators are set up, because that's right. more of a general time when somebody's <laughs> yeah. not. And they, they actually come from the factory set, set. for Tuesdays right. at two p.m. So gotcha. that is okay. the default exercise. And you'll time. start seeing about you know at forty generators coming on, and <laughs> our and my phone and my and my laptops and our emails are going off, and I'm like, yeah, we might want to change that default setting. <laughs> I don't need to know exactly when all of them are running, right. just as far as testing. But overload your system. Oh, you should right. hey, for for an hour and a half, your phone's going off like crazy, just for on the alerts, just to let you know, hey, uh, Ms., Mr. and Mrs. So and So's generator has tested, and it's fine. You know that, yeah. that 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 is peace of mind though. If I'm spending that kind of money on a generator, and I know, look, there's people monitoring this. It's kind of like a security system. If the alarm goes off, yep. they call. They know about it. They and call you. Yeah. That's cool. It sounds cliche, but what you are buying is peace of mind when you buy a generator. That's right. right. That's, we're gonna, we're going to pick up on this automatic thing because it, it's kind of fascinating. I think the news department here needs to have your number, okay? Because you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm discovering this. He knows better than anybody who's lost power. Well, well I, literally, when the storm rolls through, we Joel can see it. Worsham knows. <laughs> All right, we'll talk with Herb and Joel and Eric Asp and and Brock Emmons and Dave Alexander. All just a moment. This is making your home great. The subject today is generators. FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF. Herb in Raleigh. Herb, you're going to be on with uh, Eric Asp, Joel Worsham, and Brock Emmons. Congratulations, Herb. You're the winner. How you doing today? Yes. Hey. Hello? Yes, hello. I can barely hear you. All right, I'm going to yell at you then, Herb. Congratulations. <laughs> you are the winner. Okay. <laughs> I, got, I got a couple of good questions. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, how many gallons of gas would your smallest generator hold? Hmm. How many gallons of gas? None. Can I guess that? That yeah, is a very right. good guess. Did yeah. I answer? Our, yes. our generators are all uh, fueled by uh, gaseous fuel, either natural gas or liquid propane. Uh, so they do not okay. have, and, and they're yeah, they're not a gasoline engine. Um, they're uh, gaseous fuel. So it'll either have it'll either take fuel from your home's existing natural gas line or We'll have to bring in a propane. And how many times do I have to pull the rope? Never. <laughs> Never. Never. Not at all. All right. What's your other question, Herb? Okay. Well, you kind of answered both of them at one time. Cause yeah. Because I was going to say, I'm looking at putting a whole house, you know, generator. But yeah. I got a little small generator. Mm-hmm. And the thing I run into is having a small generator, it burns on gasoline. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. And keeping the gasoline at your house. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you burn it up or use it up. You got to go find somewhere that sells the what is it, non-ethanol gas? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was my question. I did. I don't think I've listened to your program that I've, I understood this, or maybe That's I just okay. missed it. Totally, it totally understood. Natural gas. Herb, I pretend to misunderstand the whole thing every time Joel walks in here. It also, <laughs> so it's not. It's not really. It's not unusual to the listener to have that question. You know, guys, the whole idea that we do go back immediately to Uncle Bill, right, who's got the the generator that's an on-site uh-huh. construction generator, right. and he's standing there at the power box 
with two clamps. <laughs> he says, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to plug this into my house. Yeah. Okay. We think of that, and that's wrong. Well, you know, the the propane, the natural gas, that's the way to go. Yes. I mean, if, if there's a power okay. outage at your house, there's a pretty good chance there's a power outage at your local gas mm-hmm. station. Right. So right. Yep. refilling yeah. that gas is going to prove to be very difficult. And yep. if it is a snowstorm we're in, you're not going further than a few miles from your house that's in right. the first place. Yeah. So, Herb, let me just the, do, congratulations. The gas is non, was non-ethanol. Yeah, forget, forget it. You're, Herb... You have now entered the 21st century, okay, where people do not run out with gallons of gas to throw them into their generator. Thank goodness. And they don't have to, like, throw the gas in while the generator's running, yeah. which seems yeah. like a, a poor thing to do. Uh, yeah. But but here's the thing. We're going to send you that gift certificate to High Park Bar and Grill. Congratulations, That's a Herb. place to eat. All yes, right. Good it question, is. Herb. Thanks it for is. the call. Thank right. you, Herb. Thanks a lot. Okay, thank you all. Great program. All right, take care. They are the place for lunch and dinner, daily food, and drink specials, including the $6 burger on Fridays. They've got chicken and prime rib and a whole lot more indoor and outdoor seating available at 625 East Whitaker Mill Road in Raleigh. You run into this problem where people are thinking technology from 25 years ago. Yeah. Right? There were portable generators that you could hook up to the house mm-hmm. and there's there still are i mean we, we we also do make portable generators you do and there are still portables that are 9kw 10kw sure. which right. is i mean you can power a modestly sized house off a 10kw size generator they weigh a ton they do there's nothing <laughs> convenient about them at all and they, you, you gotta not, lug that thing out of the garage and crank it and, and, and then we have gas and uh your power never goes out when a good time to go out to the garage to get Get your generator out is. Yeah. I mean, and think about this. Power's out. Your garage door's not going to open up. So right. how can you get that generator outside? Yeah. Well, there is that. I've seen people leave their gas generators in a trailer because it's so bloody heavy. Yeah. So when there's a bad storm, they have to hook mm-hmm. the trailer up to the truck, yeah, back no. the truck up to the house, open up the trailer. I mean, it's it's a process. And it really technically, is. you're not supposed to actually have those portable generators sitting out in the rain. That is correct. Because, yep. uh, yeah. you know, the risk of electrical shock. Yep. <laughs> uh, and you see all these people that have, like, uh, plywood laying on top and another one. <laughs> Another that one def- waterproof uh, wood, uh, uh, yeah. uh, deflecting the another sheet, deflecting the sound to the neighbor's house because the generator's so loud. It's, right. Yeah, so the standby was because they're in an enclosed aluminum casing with insulation backing. They're a little more quieter and yeah. and and mm-hmm. just more convenient. All right, this monitor thing. Yes, where you're getting a phone call. Are you also going to get a phone call if and heaven forbid, Eric's in the in the room here. If, heaven forbid, there should be any sort of failure yes. with the system, yes. will you know about it before I do or yes. about the same time? I should know it right before you do, but mm-hmm. it'll be pretty close. Uh, so we have, getting to your point, the, the, these are Wi-Fi devices that we put on the generators. Right. Okay. Um, you know, it's a subscription. It's a device. Uh, we offer it with our generators, and the thing I like about them is we can monitor what is going on with these generators in real time. Right. They constantly are updating, but every three or four minutes they're updating. Typically they check in every Yeah, they're minutes. constantly updating, so they're in real time. Right. The thing I like about them is this. 
Uh, we had an ice storm, what, three, four weeks ago? That's come right. right through Charlotte, come all the way through Burlington, Greensboro area, come all the way through Durham. Yeah. I had generators running. I could see I could see the power dropping off from Charlotte all the way towards the Triangle because we have generators yeah. all through there that we're monitoring. Yep. But I can see when generators have been running for long periods of time, and I can sit there and call a homeowner, make sure that they're they're doing their due diligence, check the airflow around the generator while that thing's running. Yeah. Let's make sure the oil's still going. Um, if you need me to come, I can I can jump in our trucks. We can we can send a technician out there. Um, we can maintain it. It's just a, it's just another peace of mind. All right. We're talking with Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling, Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier, and uh, Joel has brought along Eric Asma, Briggs & Stratton, and we are talking about generators today. The radio program is called Making Your Home Great, FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. This is Making Your Home Great. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling. Eric Asp of Briggs & Stratton, the manufacturer of the generators that Joel sells and installs. Yeah, a partner. And Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. There's a safe way to put in one of these things. Yes. And... I don't want to talk down your competitor, but since they're not in the studio, <laughs> let's go ahead. Have you seen generators? Well, we've put seen in yes. improperly. Yes. Well, it's a common practice. Uh, you know, one thing about buying from a, a dealer, a generator dealer like yeah. ourselves, all of our jobs are going to be inspected not only electrically but through the mechanical, all the local jurisdictions, hundred uh, percent safe. So the power company guys are, are safe when they're out working. Right. But we want to make sure that the homeowner is safe and un- understands what the proper installation should be. Airflow. Uh, in other words, we want we want proper ventilation around a, a gaseous combustion engine. Right. Uh, we want to make sure that we're not having any possibility of carbon monoxide coming into the home. So we want to make sure we have the proper distancing. Uh, away from any openings or any, and, and make sure those openings that are closed are sealed off. You know, right. there's plenty of time that you've actually seen uh, where you go out to people's houses and you see a generator sitting there, and it may not be in near a door or a window, but the bath fan exhaust is sitting there right above it. Right. You know? Uh, and that, that's an opening. That's an entry or, for a carbon or a soffit vent, or a soffit vent, or a crawl space vent, or a crawl space vent. Yeah. So, and then you also have to take in consideration. Take where you want to hear the generator in consideration. In other words, my master bedroom's here. I don't really want it there. Right. Um, take also the safety precautions, but also take from debris. You don't want to put it in an area that is going to get a lot of leaves blown up against the generator and clog up all the all the intakes and the exhaust ports on the, on the generator. Okay. Uh, you don't want where downpour of rain is just sitting there on a valley of a roof and it's just drowning out into the generator. All these are safety factors that you need to take in consideration while you're doing your walkthrough with that homeowner. Share that information, answer their questions, and give your your advice on locations. Because a lot of times they'll go, you know what, I didn't think about that. Right. You know, so. That's All right. One of the reasons this is a permit, I mean, you need a permit right. to put in a generator because there's a lot of variables. There's a lot of things that need to be done correctly. And I'm sure you've seen many that it was pretty clear the yeah. guy who put it in did not pull a permit. Well, it's it's like you know this is better than I do, Brock, right? They sell 
insulation at the box stores. That's right. Right? And yeah. just because they sell insulation, the, their expectation is the homeowner's an expert at putting that insulation in correctly. <laughs> That's right. right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Generators are the same way, right? They sell them at box stores. They sell them on the Internet and so right. forth and so on. But the difference between us and other contractors is what the certifications that we have to go through, the training, uh, the, the, the classes to get that diamond, de- diamond dealer status, okay? The, the, the warranty that you're going to go through yeah. going through that dealer uh, the, is better than the warranty that you're going to get provided at a box store, okay? So that's an advantage of going through that generator dealer, right? Yeah. Now, you, <clears throat> no disrespect to anything, but, you know, Oh, they're not here. Don't worry about it. There's supply houses out there that will sell a generator to any electrician or or gas guy to put it in. Yeah. But are they getting the full function of that manufacturer's support, right? Uh, If there's an issue in startup, if there's an issue during during the first year, what what guarantees are they getting, Right. right? What happens if they put it in a location that they really shouldn't have? Right, and you have to have them try to come back out and move it. You yeah. can I'm never, sure they're happy. You, to you can it. never get them on the phone again. Well, yeah. The other thing is, and Eric can attest to that, is that just because you install the generator, yeah, doesn't mean you're allowed to work on the generator. That's right. That's really? absolutely and, true. Or, or very should. important, or to know. should work yeah. on the generator. There is thousands and thousands of things moving and going on in this generator that you have to understand what does that mean what does that need to do yeah uh, why do we do it that way and that's with all the training that we invest in to make sure that our customers are getting the premium service that they deserve all right let's Absolutely. pick up with joe in goldsboro joe how you doing uh very well very well thank you hey joe what's your question joe uh i'm getting ready to to uh, build a retirement home uh, in the Wilmington area, and it's it'll awesome. be on a slab. And I expect they'll start pouring uh, the slab probably the first week of April. And I want to have a whole house generator. We're going to have uh, natural gas uh, to the at the house. And so, uh, when do I contact the company? to uh, plan on putting one in. Well, my suggestion is contact the generator contractor, contact Comfort First, contact any of the dealers out there and get them involved in now in the project. Uh, Because the reason why you want to do that now is with that home being constructed, there's going to be other contractors that need to know ahead of time that you're your goal is to have a whole home generator on there, and you want to make sure that you take the proper steps to have the electrician involved to make sure the transfer switch is installed in accordance to the code prior to, make sure the gas lines run, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You want to make sure you get that company involved now. You know, some people wait to after the fact, and I've seen this a lot of times, is we go out to a house that's just been just been built, and the customer is like, yeah, I want a whole home generator, and we – Okay, everything that you just paid for, yeah, we're going to tear it right back out. And <laughs> That's right. So yeah. really, technically, you're paying for it twice. That's right. So yeah. get involved with that company now. Is it, do you work for uh, out in Wilmington? We'll go anywhere for a customer. He'll go anywhere. Wilmington. Our footprint is one of the largest. Eric can test us. Our footprint is one of the largest footprints in yeah. the Carolinas. That's All awesome. Right. Wilmington's a good place for a yeah. generator, too. Yeah. It it's really is. It's a very good is. place for generators. And <laughs> yeah. so another thing to touch on. 
considering thinking ahead. I don't know what your time frame is to have the house completed and moved in. Um, Generators are very popular right now. Uh, and every manufacturer is seeing lead times upwards of six months. That's right. Really? Yes. Oh, Joe, call now. Call right. now because <laughs> we have them in stock and we Joe, can put you, your name on yes. it. Get your name on one now. Yes. Joe, you got a pencil and paper? I'm going to get you the telephone number. Comfort, okay. Yes, sir. First of all, it's Comfort First Heating and Cooling. What's the number? 919-777-1777. Ask for Joel. Or you can speak to my assistant, Kirsten, and we'll book your appointment and we'll talk to you about your generator for your home. You got that number, Joe? Yes, I do. I got it. All right. I, I, I appreciate it. Good, Thank luck, you. Good, luck. Good luck with your home. Good luck. So you got to put Thank that you. on stilts. You think he's going to have that on stilts? No, he said, it, it, it he depends said foundation. On, it depends yeah. on where he's well, he's building a slab, Yeah, he's building a slab home, so I would say probably he's not in a flood zone. But okay. if he is in a flood zone, it's going to have to be on some type yeah. of elevation. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. All right. Kathy in Durham, welcome to Making Your Home Great. How you doing, Kathy? Fine, thank you. How are you all? Good. Hey, What's Kathy. up? Good. Um, question. I... Am on. Uh, I have a well and septic tank. So when I lose power, I lose everything. Mm-hmm. And um, I have two 100 gallon. I believe they're 100 gallon each propane tanks. Mm-hmm. Um, if I were to have a generator that could make me function with well, septic, heat, and maybe one or two amenities, how long estimated would the propane last me? Well, it's going to depend on how much load and how hard your generator is running. Technically, manufacturer specification is they're going to want at least a a 300-gallon capacity of propane, okay? Mm -hmm. Now, what we have seen in in the Carolina area here um, is that certain subdivisions, certain homes, they can only have what we call the 125-barrel size uh, uh, tanks, which is what you have at your home. What we suggest is get your propane vendor uh, supplier involved in this conversation. Have them piggyback a couple tanks uh, together to give you up to that Mm 300-pound capacity. And then you could honestly go for five to seven to ten days, again, depending on how much you're using. I mean, uh, I like to just kind of use this as a reference is – Depending on the size of your home, you could be in a, a 12 kW uh, a size generator, or you could be on a, a up to a 30 kW generator. And of course, the sizing is going to depend on how different the the uh, average is. So I would I always tell customers this is what I tell customers: if you're in an ice storm and you're on a well or a septic, okay, and you lose power and you're on day number two, my first phone call would be call my propane provider. And let them know that you've lost power and you're on a whole home generator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That what that does is that gives them, they know that you're going to need to be filled up, which means they're going to be sending some money to, you know, some money. They're going to be making some money from you. Sure. So they're going to want to get mm-hmm. you filled up. Right. Um, in the last few years, they did bring natural gas down my road, which oh. I did not hook up to, um, you know, because it was. I know they bring it to your house for mm-hmm. free, I believe, but then there's certain charges that they make. So I didn't do that. Would it be more cost-effective to, if I were to get a generator, to do that or to go with propane, or is it even out? Or? No, go natural with natural. <laughs> yeah, if with you natural. have the option, yeah. do it. Yeah, if, if they are, most uh, gas companies, 
are going to give the gas to you for free and the installation for free if you have two service drops. So what I always say is generator's number one, and do you want gas logs or do you want a gas stove or do you want a gas water heater? They will bring the service to you for free. Well, and to yeah, put things- I have gas logs, and, and when I talk to them initially, um, they, they don't count gas logs as one of the the uh, appliances that you can use. But hmm. I didn't realize generator could be one of them. So absolutely. That would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then maybe a water heater, that would be good. Yes, absolutely. Definitely give us a call, and we'd definitely like to come out there and walk around and talk to you about uh, your uh, whole home generator needs. Well, and to put All things right, in I the- appreciate it. You're Thank you, Good Kathy. call. To put things into perspective, you know, we all know Texas had a really big issue, a bad storm a few weeks ago that that shut down the whole state. That's right. There was a lot of people there that I know and friends with that had uh, uh, propane generators, and and they were getting rolling blackouts, right? So the power would come on for 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. Okay, it was 20 degrees outside, so your house would be at 30. The heater would be on for 20 minutes, get you up to 45, 50 degrees, and then your blackout is done. Well, they would have to use their generators between blackouts for short periods of time just to run the heater because it was on propane, and Mm -hmm. they didn't want to run out of propane. So they were being really sparingly, Mm -hmm. uh, using it sparingly. You don't have to do that if you're running on natural gas. Right. No, it's continuous. So, again, three weeks ago when that same front came through up to our way from Texas, right? I had a customer that ran, they lost power Friday night, 845, mm. right? And they did not get power back on until Tuesday at 945 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> she called, she emailed me Friday and she said, got my gas bill, <laughs> <laughs> got my natural gas bill. Um, yeah. It's a lot more than I was expecting. Yeah. And I had to explain to her, you know, you un- understand that you're running that generator the whole entire time. Right. Mm-hmm. Where before you're running, your natural gas is only being used when your heat is being called. Okay. Mm-hmm. So right. that gas furnace comes on, warms your house up, cuts right back off. Okay. Right. But that, na- that generator is running the whole entire time. Whether yeah. you're using all the energy that it's producing or not, it's running. She responded, that's okay. It was well worth it with me. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. my, you know, money if you well explain spent. it, money well spent. If you explain it, but honestly, if you have the ability to get on natural gas, I don't know if natural gas has ever been turned off except maybe when there's a major gas leak like they had in Durham a few sure, years ago. Yeah. They shut the system off, but I don't know of any other reason why they would cut it off. So, so I'm still coming to the territory. Are earthquakes a thing out here? No, then I wouldn't worry about losing natural yeah. gas. Yeah. It's got to be a natural disaster, is what I tell yeah. you know, or something well, and that, worse than that. That gas bill, I guarantee you, was nothing compared to some of the electric bills some of these Texans got. Did you oh, read oh, about yeah. that? Oh yeah, they were getting Tens a, of eleven thousand dollar electric yeah. bill. Yeah, it's no, if your gas bill is seven hundred, yeah. say thank you. <laughs> but wait. at least you had heat over if that. Had, <laughs> that. If you had electricity, time. was worth every nickel. That's right. Okay, you know, <laughs> that's I, the, no that's one wants to like, be in the dark age. No. Talking about talking about Texas. Uh, when we were when I was up in Wisconsin, mm-hmm. right when we were doing our training years and years ago. The thing that uh, one of the hot, hottest markets in America is the Carolinas. Okay, yeah. uh, you know the generator market has always been really, really super popular in the what I call the Lake States: mm-hmm. Ohio, mm-hmm. Pennsylvania, New York, Michigan. Midwest is just Briggs and Stratton has that ground covered. It's it's you know they get a lot more tornadoes and 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 hurricane. Uh, uh, th- 
snowstorms and everything out there. Yeah. So the generator market has now flooded down here, and we're seeing it. The Carolinas has been in the top ten in the last uh, few years with mm-hmm. major power outages due to storm. Yeah. Uh, top ten with major power outages due to non-storms. Okay. So, but what what my comment was leading into this is, you know, we were in that we were in all in this this training dealers all across America. And this one guy was from Texas, and yeah. it just wasn't a very popular market, was nope. it? No, it, no. Is it, yeah, it is now. Yeah, it is now. It is now. Our, yeah. oh, My counterpart that handles Texas is uh, he's having a good time right now. Yeah, I was going to say I, I've got so many customers here in the Metroplex that are from the North. Okay, yeah. from Jersey, from New York, from Wisconsin, Chicago. Yeah. Okay, great people. It, it is so rare to meet one of them, and if you ask them, did do you know anything about generators? For them to say no. Yeah. They always say, yes, let me tell you about the yeah. generator that we yeah. had at our property. Yeah. Yep. They're almost shocked that some of the properties here don't have them. Yeah. That's how important they are. Exactly. Um, it All just right. <laughs> make, make some calls, ask some yeah. questions. Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll see what I'm talking about. All right, let's do this. Let's give someone else an opportunity to get a gift certificate from High Park Bar and Grill, Whitaker Mill Road in Raleigh. Here's what you do. You call 919-860-9783 and make up a question. It's got to be about generators or about some sort of insulation. We'll include Brock's company, a Triangle Radiant Barrier in this. And <laughs> That's right. I'm here today. All right. <laughs> he, I forgot. He is. Sometimes he forgets he is doing the show. Uh, forgets to promote his company. Uh, <laughs> Eric Asp of Gr- Briggs & Stratton is here. Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling. And Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. Call now. Caller number one wins the uh, gift certificate. 919-860-9783. Making your home great. Making your home great. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. Brock Emmons of Triangle Radium Barrier is laughing at me. Why are you laughing at me? I don't know. I, it was just, I, I didn't know if the music was done yet. You just started talking. <laughs> I, I I never wait until the music is done. Listen, here's the, uh, here's the thing. Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling is in studio along with Eric Asp of Briggs & Stratton. And if you want to talk about generators, we've got the two guys who are going to be able to fill you in on anything you need to know. Lenny in Holly Springs is joining us as soon as I push the right button. Hi, Lenny. How you doing? Hi. Good, hey, thank you. What's up? What's your question? My question is, what should I order when I go to the restaurant? <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's the only reason I called. All right. Lenny Prime Rib, I think Lenny, is Lenny, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the next caller as the winner because you lost. <laughs> Get the prime Actually, rib. I have two questions, insulation related. Yeah, go ahead. Number one I called a while ago about insulating my garage door and I got an insulation kit to put on the door. But I'm wondering should I put the um radiant barrier on the metal of the door before I put the um, fattened insulation on there? That's a good question. So uh, radiant barrier, there is a specific type of radiant barrier um, that can be applied to a garage door that's a bubble product. You can actually find it at Home Depot or Lowe's. I think they even have a couple of little garage door kits that will help you out with it. It's uh, designed to be in direct contact with metal. So in most cases, you can either put it directly up against the metal facing and hook it into the grooves before you put the Mm -hmm. insulation on top of it. It helps with heat transfer. 
Um, that's what it's specifically designed for. I don't recall what they sell for at Home Depot. I want to say a two-door garage door kit was, was somewhere around the 85 to $95. But in most cases, to do it properly, you want to use self-tapping screws and actually drill it into the uh, inner lips of each panel. Um, can be done, How but there's a few... Oh, I'd say about half an inch. It's not okay. super thick. Uh, I know there's a ton of how-to videos online uh, that you can go to YouTube and, and type in, you know, uh, reflective insulation install on garage door, and I think there's a bunch of videos that pop up. It's a good thing to do. It'll help cool off your garage uh, a few degrees, especially if it sees a lot of direct sun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lenny, uh, okay. congratulations. You are the winner of a $25 gift certificate to High Park yeah. Barn Grill. Yes, yes. <laughs> and the answer to your other question is prime rib. That's prime what you're rib. eating. <laughs> no, they got fried chicken, the prime rib, and a $6 burger on Fridays and daily food and drink specials. So we can't make a decision on that for you. But congratulations. Uh, they are, of course, uh, at 625 East Whitaker Mill Road. In Raleigh, indoor and outdoor seating available. Take care, Lenny. Down near Five Points, right? What's that? Is that in the Five Points area? Five Points area, Whitaker Mill Road. I don't know. No, I'm close. I am Blank not. Blank looks the, over here. I'm going to say yes, and that might be wrong. Sure. Sounds good. Sounds <laughs> good. I'm going to report back on how the food was. Thank you, Looking Lenny. Looking forward to it. Thanks. All right. Now, I've got question Appreciate number two. You got time for another yeah, one? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. All right, I heard Brock mention, I think, last week or the week before about putting a foam board inside your crawl space on the wall. And yes, sir. I was wondering what, what kind of foam board, because if you go to the, the home, home people stores, yeah. they have all different kinds of boards. And I'm wondering, what's the best bang for my buck? Okay, that is a, that, that's a great question. Unfortunately, we, have, we don't have a ton of time, so I'm going to speed through this real quick. Uh, the best on the market is borate. It's a uh, borafoam. It's a borate-treated foam board. Typically, uh, needs to be ordered online and delivered. I, don't not, I do not recommend the foam board at Home Depot. Um, but uh, if you want to reach out to my company, TriangleRadiantBarrier.com, uh, we can actually get into that a little bit further, and I can point you in the right direction. All right. Excellent. Thanks for your call. Right, thank you, very thank much, you Lenny. All right, okay, Joel, bye. talk to me about a whole home generator. If I made a decision this week, mm-hmm. when do you think I can have it? Uh, we are now booking into March. Booking into March. Yes. Not bad. Yeah. Now's Actually, the best time. Good. Yeah. Don't don't wait till the major storm. That's or it's right. gonna be six months Now's before time. you get it in. You know, they just announced last week, last year hurricane season was earlier yeah. than usual. Right. Now they say this year it could possibly be into the end of May. Yep. Right. When mm-hmm. it starts. So I do suggest if you're thinking about that, get your generator appointment booked today uh, and get it installed before then. How long do these things last? Number of years? It depends on – it's just like anything, just like yeah. your HVAC equipment. If you maintain it, yeah. if it's sized correctly, and if you're dependent on usage and it's the correct generator for per usage, I mean, you you should get 15 years out of these easily. Okay. You know, maybe longer. If you're if you're putting a 5,000-square-foot house on a 12KW generator, you're probably not going – yeah. and you're without power 20-some yeah, days a year, I don't think you're going to get that life out, out of it. Okay. Imp- what what also is important when talking about time is the unit you buy from Comfort First right. as a dealer will have a will be warranted for a decade. Nice, oh, good. Yes. Oh, good. that's a good warranty. Yes. All right, 
We're going to contact you. What is the number? It's 919-777-1777. That's very nice. Thank you. Joel Worsham of uh, Comfort First Heating and Cooling and Eric Asma of Briggs & Stratton. Thank you. And, of course, Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. That is making your home great.